0: I really try and revel in those vulnerable moments, particularly when I'm on stage and I'm just shit nervous and I'm sweating up a storm.
1: (laughs) I love (laughs) that you still get that. Oh yeah, I've got butterflies
0: (laughs) when I'm about to go to air, but then I remind myself, this is a chance for me to grow. What an opportunity for me to develop on my skills and my my self-development make the most put the feeling of self-doubt and worry and fear aside and just let those emotions wash over you and understand it will not last forever one person's food is another person's poison don't make decisions on your body based upon what somebody else recommends or suggests or
1: says welcome to the seize the yay podcast Welcome back, beautiful people. I can't believe how much has changed just since our last episode. First and foremost, I just want to send out waves of love and support into all of your ears. We're all being impacted in different ways, but it is a challenging time for everyone. And I think these times either bring out the best or the worst in humanity. So let's all focus on looking after ourselves and one another as best we can. I think it's still a little hysterical that anyone needs to be reminded to wash their hands. But for those of you, please stay vigilant in those small ways and the many other small ways we can contribute to protecting everyone. It's very common in situations like this to feel a little bit helpless, but there's something small that all of us can do. And one of the things I can still do is put little doses of yay out there for you to consume. So hopefully that keeps you from going stir crazy if you're staying at home. This and the next few episodes were recorded before things really ramped up, so we didn't get the chance to address coronavirus or how people are coping. But perhaps after we publish these ones, we can do a dedicated episode if that's what you feel would help you yay. In the meantime, here's my second chat with an absolute ray of sunshine, Rachel Finch, about female empowerment, fashion, and the dreaded self-doubt. Rach was the very first guest I ever recorded... So if you've got some spare time, head back to our first episode for some background. There's some hysterical giggles as there are in this one. And then catch up here on how she now has four businesses, has renewed her Maya ambassadorship, launched one of those businesses into Maya just a few weeks ago, and somehow continues to be such a positive role model for balance, motherhood, and appreciating the little things. Check, check, one, two,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, our first episode started that way too. You're going, testing, testing. I got you. (laughs) They're multiplying and the blues. (laughs) Oh, that was hilarious. So good. Anyway, here we are again. Welcome to the show. Oh, (laughs) thanks, Rach. You kicked off the whole thing—the very first recording ever on this very same equipment—when I didn't even know. I was so nervous. Do you remember? I was like, Rachel I don't know what to do."
0: It's you my did first not time. seem nervous, but you were unsure with the equipment. Yeah, because
1: I'd never used it before. I was like, "Is this even gonna work?" I was so cute. Oh, but such a credit to you. I couldn't have thought of a better, more nurturing, supportive patient person to start with. Oh, you're the best. It was my pleasure (laughs) and it's my pleasure today. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe we're doing it all again. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) So as you know, from the very first recording in which I just listened to it before and I was having a good chuckle about how I said, the first question I ask everyone, everyone being just you, (laughs) because I hadn't (laughs) asked anyone else before. I'm like, that was (laughs) a pre-planned set of questions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We always start with the most down to earth thing about, you. What did I say last time? Your answer was <laughs> God forbid. Simba couldn't make it to the toilet and you had Dom on one here, Violet on the other. You couldn't get Dom's nappy on time. Oh. So he just weed and pooed everywhere. And then you had to use three rolls of toilet paper, which you couldn't do right now because we've all sold out of toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all about poo. Poo, yes. And
0: I think it would probably be another pooy scenario. Um, they're, this, the, they're the best scenario. This answer. And it's literally <laughs> um, Dom got struck with some bug and for the last two days has had a very fun case of wet nappies, but in a different sense.
1: Like from the back oh, end. Oh the back end wet. Oh gosh. A brown wee, really. <laughs> A brown wee, exactly. So, <laughs> no. A little he, Yeah, he's
0: he's on the men now. But um yeah, daycare, they just pick up so much stuff. Yeah. You know? Of yeah, I mean that's the
1: joys of parenthood. <laughs> It <laughs> definitely keeps you grounded. Exactly. <laughs> I love that a year and a bit on you're like, it's still a poo story. Poo. Same characters. <laughs> exactly. Different bum but same, same situation. It's different baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who is having a birthday or has just had a birthday? He turned three on
0: Monday and then tomorrow, <gasps> uh, pending the weather, I have not got a plan B for wet weather option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some like sandwiches and um, chicken skewers and like bottles of and butcher and stuff. And the lady that's bringing them for me texts me and said, hi, lovely, just ringing, uh, just texting to see what the plan B address is. And I'm like, there ain't no plan B.
1: Nope. Um, Do you have a marquee that you can bring? Exactly.
0: (laughs) So we're just going ahead full swing. Yeah. The plan B is bring an umbrella.
1: Nice. Well, I think it's good to not have a plan B. It just means you go ahead, you get the job done. You don't allow yourself to fail. (laughs)
0: Embrace the weather. Right.
1: Exactly. be adaptable. <laughs> exactly. So usually we run through the three sections, way TA, nay TA and play TA, but yeah. we've kind of done that already and I figured as a return guest, we, we'll just roll with the chats. Go. Just, yeah, just catch us up on, we got up to October 2018 last time. Yeah. And you've been up to so much since then. Yeah, it's been pretty full on. <laughs> I feel like because we've got two small kids at home,
0: I feel like I've lived 120 years already. <laughs>
1: you absolutely don't look it oh, really? <laughs> jade is great at makeup <laughs>
0: thank, god for, thank god for jade and a, concealer <laughs> and a red lip
1: <laughs> i still just can't believe we were, em and i were talking about that just before you came in you have two children a man child and <laughs> four businesses as well as the Meyer ambassadorship You know, TV gigs, hosting, presenting, there's just so many balls in the air. Yeah. And you've added two whole brand new ones that weren't even a blip on the radar before. Yes.
0: (laughs) But just like we, we said just before we press record for this podcast, you said, my goal this year is to create more space. And that's been exactly my goal, particularly over the last six to 12 months. And yes, we are expanding and creating these businesses and launching these products and expanding on the product range and offering within the businesses. It's still been very much about creating the space to find the magic to then do what we want to do. So and and none of none of the goodness happens inside of all those things the businesses and the work if you aren't first nourishing and filling up your cup and and providing that space to do so like i've always said i'm such a person that does all of my energy regaining and restoring and repair through alone time yes and when there is just nothing to do mm. and i actually physically will schedule that time in like it is an appointment. I'm not just trying to squeeze in like, oh, oh, okay, I've got a break here, or oh, I've got an hour before I've got to go to the next job. No, I will I will schedule a white space literally after a half day job that day. Mm. Um, or the following day I'll just wipe out completely. And if work pops up, if I want to do it and if it fits in and I need to do it absolutely. But I've at least made the conscious effort to schedule in that time so that I am able to dive deep into my soul and my body and and my heart and fill that up so that it can
1: then get pulled over my work and my family. Oh my gosh. And that was one of the big questions I had was now adding so many extra balls to juggle, but still knowing that you value being present and being your best self and not Mm. just kind of offering less of you to each project. Yeah. It was, you know, how do you manage? And I think one of the most effective things for me too has been treating your rest appointment with yourself as the same as a meeting for work or a gig. And that means like putting it in your calendar. Yeah.
0: And I think we've just got to remember that even though work is – like you and I don't have a nine to five job. So we're not in an office for nine to five and then we come home and we don't go back to the office until nine o'clock the next morning. We're kind of on 24 Mm seven. So if I get an email at 10 o'clock at night or if Misha gets an email for Kiss to Earth or Body by Finch at at 10 o'clock at night, we, because it's ours, we want to answer because we feel like that's being efficient and that's helping someone. And we feel like it's an extension of us. And we want to get back to that email as quick as possible. Yeah. But I think it's just important to to understand that we are not living in this natural, normal environment. This is all unnatural and <laughs> weird for us. We're not meant to have earrings dangling off our ears. We're not meant to be opening a little smartphone every two minutes. It's not meant to sleep next to our head. We're mm. not meant to be running around in technology with pollution. Every, like it's just so unnatural. So there's constant stress coming in our body in so many ways, shapes and forms. So filling our body up and and creating that white space for our sanity, I think we should never feel bad for that. Oh, absolutely. You know, to to say to our boss, like, this is my mental health. Mm. Do you mind if I finish at 3 o'clock today? Yeah. Or like I say to Misha, because obviously we both run the businesses from home, like, Angel, I just need Friday. I've had Monday to Thursday of back-to-back meetings, filming, MC work like I just need Friday I'm gonna start with yoga and then I'm just gonna dive in the ocean and just recharge mm. and I might still show that on my Instagram account it might just be like a quick video or a, a photo with a, with a caption but I need that time and as much as we can in between the kids
1: we try to fit it in as best possible And it keeps you better at everything else that you do as well when you take that time. Exactly. And I think one of the things I've similarly had a struggle with because I've used to beat myself up about it was if I work a gig on the weekend – I would feel bad about replacing that weekend day if it was on a weekday. I'd be like, oh, I can't rest on a Monday. Like it's a Monday. But if you work all day Sunday, you have to. Otherwise you've missed all your rest and recharging and you turn up on the Tuesday haggard and exhausted. And it doesn't matter where you place your rest. Mm. It doesn't
0: matter where you place your work. Just so long as your body and your brain has a good balance of a good cortisol level, a good, just a a, a well-balanced, low-stress energy level if that makes sense but you (laughs) know what i'm saying yeah whatever works for you you just do it yeah so that you remain calm
1: and in control yeah for sure So you just mentioned Kissed Earth, yeah, and we also had just had a delightful morning with Maya for Vamp, who Mm -hmm. hosted an International Women's Day breakfast along with Murray Claire. That was fun. It was (laughs) so much fun, and you have also, as well as renewing your ambassadorship with Maya, launched Kissed Earth into Maya on what the twenty eighth of Feb, like not that long ago. Yeah, it was last week, sometime. Yes. Oh my god, super close
0: and a dream come true. Kissed Earth has been launched, I think, for about eight or nine months now hasn't even been a year no but it's been in the making it feels like it's been in the making forever so I think it took us a year and a half from conception to reality okay as you know with you know products and whatnot it's
1: (laughs) It's a a bit of a shit show (laughs) it's a bit of a shit show (laughs) in the nicest way possible so take us through that because I think people they see you launch it and they go oh she's just started this new thing yeah and they don't see that it really it, it takes from your idea to You know, dealing with like the packaging and the ingredients and the certifications, like what has that process
0: been like? It's a massive process. Um, There are so many intricate details that need to be considered from, like you said, the packaging to the marketing. First and foremost for us has always been about the actual product and the quality of the product. So it's originally stemmed from the body program and for mm. our love of using and wanting health products and supplements all the, all the time. Um, Mishra and I have both been using health supplements and products pretty much our whole life. And ever since we launched the body program, we had a lot of the girls, a lot of our members saying, what would you recommend and what should we use? Mm. So the more research we did into it and the more we kind of, dived deeper into the integrity of the products we really learned a lot and we saw there was a real potential there for a really good range of collagen and uh, vegan protein supplements that were of superior quality and came from a really great source Mm. that weren't filled with additives fillers um, that might say collagen on the front, but then when you turn it around, there's only a small percent of collagen, and the rest is filled with other ingredients. Yeah. So we're like, oh, but it's a, it's not collagen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like one percent. <laughs> well, it's not going to do anything. Will you? It may be more, but you
0: get the you get the point. Like yeah. We totally. wanted to we wanted to um, provide a really top quality product in that space. So the research begins. The calls start, the emails start, the meetings with different food scientists and nutritionists um, and manufacturers to help us bring this together. You know, we were very lucky to find a company called Gelita, which uh, is a German company and they're over 150 years old. Um, They're the only company in the world that hold the certification for the uh, for the actual results of what collagen can produce.
1: Oh, wow. There's oh, only the, one.
0: Only one that That's that, that holds the certification for the benefits of collagen. So we're very – because they do a lot of testing, in-house testing and research, yeah. um, which is amazing. Uh, so we went with them. Even though they may for us uh, – for us they were definitely um, a higher, more expensive option. We, we preferred that um, for us to take the hit on that versus um, substituting the quality of the product. Yeah. Anyway, so we found our manufacturers. We, we needed to find our people that were going to make it here in Australia, put it, put, uh, find our botanicals, put them all together. Um, then you go through the packaging. What is it going to look like? The logo, the labels. Uh, how are we going to send this? Oh, we need a th- 3PL, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is Australia Post
0: coming on board, you know? Um, Who's gonna answer emails? We need to, who's gonna design the website? Is it a Shopify website? Um, so it's amazing how you know launching a product seems so simple, but the complexity is so, so great. And the thing is, I've just been so amazed at how much I've enjoyed the learning process. Yeah. And there's been so much about it that is just I've just been gobsmacked. Like Misha is an absolute whiz. He's this is his world. And I I just watch him every day. I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. Like every, (laughs) he's just pulling out all this stuff from his head that I didn't even know existed. You know, like just it could be as simple as design, um, web interface implementation for products, or how products look on on the website, how the order gets placed, and how and how a customer actually gets their order. Mm. It's just really, I really love all. Um, listening and learning to all the back-end information. And it's um, – yeah, it's it's the be- – oh, for me, I feel like uh, the partnership between Misha and I is perfect because I'm more about product development and creation and the marketing. So what products do we want for women and what do we want them to do for women and how are we going to market that to them? And Misha is, a, is just about the whiz behind putting people together, creating the team. You know the the skeleton of the business,
1: so yeah. it's, it's a really good partnership. That's so. <laughs> that was my next question. Was yeah, how which how involved are you day to day, and mm. what roles are you in? And I found with Nick that the major way to preserve our relationship going into business together has been having very different roles. Yeah. And very little overlap so that we're the boss of our own bits and yes. then it's easy to delineate who's going to make the final decision on what. Exactly. But you,
0: I think you'll naturally find it works out like that because if you both go into the relationship level headed, you can understand that you should be working to your strengths and delegating the weaknesses to somebody else mm. and that usually is the other person. So... You know, I I feel like I play to my strengths and he plays to his and it just works so well. And I think just in general, business aside, in a relationship, that's how it should work too. Totally. I do the cooking because <laughs> I love cooking and he does the other things in the house, like takes out the trash. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. But do you know what I mean? Like he fixes the stuff around the house and does more, I, you know, off the top of my head I can't remember all the other activities that we share but it just we i feel like we ensure that we follow that that formula of playing to your strengths and um and working to your weaknesses
1: as well, but in a, in a smart way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard when you see people trying to force themselves out of those strong areas and struggle and you're like, oh, you could just divide it differently and you'd be so much better off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. How did you think up the name and the logo and the colors? Yeah.
0: Um, we, we just literally just sat on the couch and brainstormed for ages. And I think like going back to what we were talking about at the start, the, the white space in your life and in your schedule helps you to think of um, creative and uh, beautiful things that you want to include in your life. Um, so it's, you know, it's been conversation with Misha and I on the couch and at home. That combined with long walks along Bondi, like thinking what is this about? Where is this coming from? What are the actual products designed to to do and and what sort of impact do we want them to have on people's lives and kissed earth was for us a true representation of all of these beautiful products coming straight from the earth like they had just been kissed from the earth Mm. and we didn't want it to limit it to just collagen so obviously we started with collagen and our protein but we're now going to be expanding to other things like face masks and bath salts and, and snack bars and things like that so We're in development for that at the moment and we can't wait to launch all of those, but it's just, um, yeah, it's just really exciting. And then, you know, funnily enough, Oh, for the logo, we actually just went on—you know those like uh, 99 designs. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We just said this is our name, this is our message and our ethos and what we're about, and that was actually a a person that designed it for us who won the competition. No way! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's amazing. The only (laughs) yeah,
0: the only change we made because the kissed earth is in uh, the K E is in a circle. Yeah, what I looked at it and thought we're all about balance and the yin and yang, so I changed. I changed the circle to finish like it was a yin and yang symbol oh, with the two dots. Yeah, beautiful. You'll look at it later. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll have, <laughs> I'll have to dissect it.
1: <laughs> and in between all of that, you've launched a fourth business. Yes. <laughs> Pine Scent, yeah. which is 100% natural oil perfumes. Yeah. I'm guessing that that was another gap in the market. You can't find stuff that you would recommend to others. You know,
0: this was a uh, gap in the market. We didn't really think about that. All we thought about was... What is this shit we're putting on our body? Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, and I'm just thinking to myself. I read somewhere a while ago the woman, average woman, puts on 168 chemicals on her body before she even leaves the house.
1: Wow. In
0: in terms of makeup, skin product, moisturizers. Uh, perfumes, hair care products, like it's just insane mm. the amount of toxic overload that's going onto our body straight into our bloodstream and makes us who we are. And you might just say, oh, but it's just a squirt here and there, or it's just a little bit of this, but it's the added extras every single day that build up and up, you know? And of course, you know, I get my hair and makeup done for work and for shoots. I can't tell my makeup artist. Like don't use that on me. Bring your <laughs> yeah. use my product. So bring th- a
1: Rachel suitcase worth of makeup. Exactly. Me. <laughs>
0: it, it, you know, and we're just doing the best that we can do. And where I can make that conscious effort, I absolutely will. So on my days off, I'm always using 100% um, natural ingredients that usually just from mineral or plant or seed based um, ingredients. Uh, and yeah, the kind sense is exactly that. It's uh, essential oils, our carrier oil. Is an organic camellia oil. Uh, we've got a fractionated coconut oil in there as well. But there's four scents, and each has a totally different, um, totally different scent. And it's they're completely different. Violet Kiss, Cool Earth, Wildflower, and Botanical Beauty. Violet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, because we've actually got Violet in the Violet Kiss, and I couldn't go past um, not naming it after her.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, she she actually said yesterday because um, I've got them on the bench at home. And she picks it up and said, mommy, can I put the violet kiss on? Did you name that after me? I was like, I sure did, Angel. And she
1: goes, oh, that's cool. Like she was just impressed. (laughs) What a sweetie. I know. (laughs) So one of the things I love that you just said is that we're all just doing the best we can do. And sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean putting your foot down and being natural like 1,000% of the time exactly. because you work with people who don't necessarily, you know, have access to exactly the same things as Mm. you do who don't necessarily make those choices. Yeah. And I think that's the same in you know the area of what we were speaking about today being International Women's Day or coming up to, is that idea that balance looks different all the time and feminism is so important and women's rights dialogues are so, so important, inspiring and empowering. But I think sometimes it undermines the role that the men in our lives play as well, the ones who haven't necessarily been swinging the other direction and haven't mm-hmm. been part of any kind of sexism or, or gender discrimination and who do really support making our lives as empowered females possible. So how do you and Misha play that out in your life? Because I, I think you are one of the strongest, most inspiring mothers and businesswomen out there, but I know that you also appreciate so much mm. his role in the equation as well. Yeah, it's a really difficult one, isn't it? <clears throat> I, um, it's, it's not difficult.
0: I think you just need to understand that everything we see and hear isn't the bible you know it's not like you've got to live your life by the way you hear some inspiring speech that is great and I think like you said it's so inspiring and empowering to hear these messages but I think you also everything needs to always come back to your own life because personally for me it has single-handedly been um, you know the men in my life that have really helped me grow and flourish and become the best female version of myself yeah like my dad my dad is like you know you go you do the best you can you are and also he's always encouraging me and my mum of course but if we're specifically talking about guys here and that impact and that role they play um my husband like <laughs> all of this wouldn't even be here like we wouldn't even I'd probably still be I don't know just traveling around like not really with a message or a, or a meaning I'd probably still be because I feel like even though that has come from me and they're, they're my values and beliefs, he has helped brought that bring that out for me. And that's through the conversation and the messages that he's um, lived by in order for me to watch and develop through. Mm.
1: Do you know what I mean? I'm not Absolutely. saying that I
0: solely relied on him, but he, as a team, it's been the team effort mm. that he's helped me to grow and flourish and the same with my brother um, and enable me to be the woman that I am today. So I am like so immensely grateful for the masculine and the feminine qualities in our world. And I think you just always need to bring it back to you and
1: relate and realize uh, what makes your world beautiful. Yeah, that's mm. such good advice. And I think also having a both a girl and a boy growing up into this world that, in, you know, passing on a message of feminism and empowering women come has to come from both parents. It has yes. to come from both of you. It's not just you yelling at Violet, you know, be a strong woman. <laughs> exactly. Dom has to be involved in the conversation and so does Misha. Yeah. And
0: the biggest thing is lead by example. So the way that Misha and I speak to, our, to each other, the way we go about – um, working as a team, the way we go about making decisions within the family unit, Violet and Dom are watching that 24/7. Yeah. I'll even notice it in some of the words that they say passing by. No, um, way. yeah, like just <laughs> so <cute>. just some <laughs> random comments. Like <laughs> Dom will say and he can barely speak, like, even though he's three, because he, he's learning uh, Russian and English. But I'll just notice it in passing conversation. He'll he'll go, oh my gosh. And I'm, <laughs> And I say that all the time at home. Oh, my gosh. Like if something spills or something happens.
1: He'll just parrot it back to you. <laughs> and he what just, a cutie. But
0: he randomly, if he'll drop his bucket of cars or something, he goes, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and But they're, they're like little sponges. Yeah. They will mimic everything. And so – you know, if we, we, if we relate it back to those really bigger, m- meaningful messages, it's as simple as the actions and the energy and the dynamic within the house and they will mirror that and they will soak that up like a sponge. Yeah. Mm.
1: A quick word about this episode's sponsor, Epzen, that has been carrying me through the madness of March since it launched. So far, 2020 has been the busiest year we've ever had, and now probably the craziest, and you might have noticed that we've been flying every week for the past few weeks, which, while filled with so much yay, also takes its toll on the body. I openly admit, slowing down hasn't always been my strong point, but I'm finding it more important than ever to fully relax each day and quieten my mind at night so I can recharge properly. I've started a little ritual as close to daily as I can of jumping in a bath filled with Epsen's relaxed Bath Soz to shake off the day before heading to bed. Relax combines the benefits of both magnesium that helps improve sleep, relax muscles and detox together with 100% natural essential oils like calming ylang-ylang and stress-relieving rose geranium. It's helping soak and sleep my way to sanity. Head to epzen.com.au to find out more and see the range of other products to help you zenergize. And then turning it back to the strong female role model and – Uh, the things about us that are the divine feminine and and that aren't shared necessarily with men as a mass generalisation but the things that are really special about women. I think one of the very hard things about being a woman is often how much of a nurturer you you become and Mm. then the fine balance between going after your career and still maintaining all the things that you love but Mm. then balancing mum guilt when you have to travel Mm. and when you're running businesses. And, Mm. you know, how do you balance those emotions and your time around the mum guilt, and do you still have it or do you yeah, quieten it? of or? course. I
0: have it all the time. Um, it's definitely gotten easier over the years because I understand that Uh, whoever, whether it's my mother-in-law or my parents or Misha, even though I'm not there, I know that they're still being loved 100%. Mm. And as I said, the last six to 12 months, I've really made a conscious effort to create more white space. And that happens, so happens to be more time with my kids as well, which is so beautiful. And I don't want this time to run by and me not remember anything, you know? So um, yes, I'm making a lot more time to spend with them, but how do I balance it? I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm just getting more in tune with listening to my body and going with the flow more. So that might mean no, I I actually just need this twenty minutes to step aside and meditate, mm. or no, let's go for it. Like let's yep, let's book the meetings in. Let's like I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to get more in tune with my body's natural rhythm instead of fighting the grain all the time. Yeah. And I think even though. That's a difficult roundabout answer. That's my way of dealing with with everything. I'm trying just to to make everything ebb and flow as naturally as possible based on my my intuition and my gut. Mm. And that's hard to do but I just – like, for example, if we've got on the weekend, which is coming up, back-to-back birthday parties, I know that (laughs) – They've got two on on Sunday, oh my goodness, and one full one, which is ours on Saturday. Plus we've just had our family stay for a week in our tiny home with (laughs) – with only one bathroom to share you know like oh, so, it's a great time <laughs> so I know that the week after I'm gonna need some serious white space yeah and the, the filling element will come into play yeah yeah it, I feel like things come in spikes and then also like you said tuning into that feminine power and that feminine quality our menstrual cycle then plays a huge part oh, so sure. weeks one to two or the first say 15 to 20 days of my cycle, I feel alive, I feel vibrant, I feel most energy, I feel outgoing. I feel like I can uh, you conquer know, the world, creative. Yeah, <laughs> and then hibernation kicks in, <laughs> and I don't want to know the world, and I want to stay at home in my trackies all, all for the next two weeks or the next week after, you know. Mm. So I try and play to that as well. So I try and plan all of my creative output and my high energy activities in the first couple of weeks. And then in the last couple of weeks, I will do things that are a little bit more inward focused yeah. at home.
1: I love that you mentioned that because I think that is one thing that we could be all doing better with more information and mm. not feel as exhausted and shit about ourselves all the time. I know. But because the world treats each week like it's the same. Like I no know. one else can schedule around your cycle. I know. But for so long, without understanding that each phase of our, our menstrual cycle is different, mm. we too have scheduled the same exactly and not thought i shouldn't pitch or go into big meetings in the second half of my cycle because i'll be exhausted and crabby and into you know hibernating. no
0: absolutely it shouldn't stop you but i think it's just having that understanding of what your body's doing and not being so hard on yourself yeah and like you said the world works on a 24-hour cycle whereas our cycle is essentially that 28 or whatever it is 28 to 32 days yeah um mine's currently at 32 so that's me at the moment moment but yeah.
1: <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm the same I'm like yeah 13. around that <laughs> I'm 29 or something yeah yeah
0: um but it's so good to know yeah and I, I spent so much of my young years going why the hell was I fine last week And I just feel like so depressed this week. Yeah. And I'm getting depressed mixed with my body just naturally doesn't have enough energy because it's preserving to try and shed my uterus because it's such an integral part of my hormonal reproductive
1: system. Yeah. Of course, something needs to... To give somewhere. To give in order for that to happen. It's crazy. So it's just, yeah. I think since uh, since I've learned to plan around it a little bit better, and you're right, it shouldn't let you stop, it shouldn't stop you. So I obviously still work in those other two weeks, but yeah. it's just being more conscious of the things you do have a mm. choice over, including maybe needing more white space in the second two weeks. More white space, and it could
0: come down to the food you're eating. Yes. The, the exercise that you're doing. Yes. So obviously I plan on my more intense um you know, more strenuous exercise and weightlifting exercises in the first two weeks. The second half is just basically I just walk everywhere. (laughs) Mine's shavasana.
1: Shavasana.
0: (laughs) Doing yoga, what? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Love that pose. Um, Or like just, yeah, like Pilates or something that's a little bit more inward focused and slower moving. Mm. Um, And it also comes down to, You know, like I, I almost feel like those last two weeks, I, I tap into a different mindset, and I feel like it's not because the first two weeks feel outward and energy, and here we go, I'm going to meet new people, I want to present this, I'm going to create this, and I'm ready to go, and I can talk forever. And then the last (laughs) two weeks, that's all my ideas starting to package back up into a beautiful little present, and I'm putting all the final touches. And even though I might not have enough energy. I'm still being I'm still able to craft and concise things a lot
1: a lot clearer internally Mm. yeah so interesting (laughs) so (laughs) interesting our bodies are so clever aren't they cool so (laughs) coming back to Maya and Mm. re-signing as an ambassador congratulations (laughs) I thought since we have the chance now to dive a little bit deeper into specific areas that we talk about your fashion and style or your fashion (laughs) yeah
0: it's only fashion
1: (laughs) (laughs) so obviously you have your own beautiful apparel range and as we have seen this beautiful quick change. Rachel's changed out of her breakfast outfit into some bod by Rachel Finch. Beautiful active wear. Gotta go for comfort. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Outside of activewear, what are your favorite labels? How would you describe your style? And I think one of the things that a lot of people wonder is, do you style yourself? Do you choose your own outfits. How do you choose? Which Mm. stylist do you choose? Like fashion is something I think people who are good at it take for granted and people who are terrible at it are scared of. Yeah. I think the more practice you have, the better, like anything in life, the more you look at things, the more you're
0: surrounded by things, a topic or a industry, the better you get at it because Mm. you see it every day. Um, it's like learning a language. The the more you practice, the better. You, the more fluent you become. So I, the older I get, the more I'm realizing that my style is very simple, classic, neutral, um, boring. You would say <laughs> I
1: would not say boring at all. Some
0: would say boring, <laughs> but honestly, I love neutral tones. I love just block bla- basic colors. Mm. I am. It's very rare that you'll see me in a really loud you know, um, like
1: floral in pattern print or design. That's so or, true. Yeah. Actually. I just
0: love like simple black teas, a white tea tucked into some Levi jeans with a blazer on top or, um, a knit or just a Big plain chunky gray, knitted. chunky knit, yeah. grain, gray, gray knitted dress or coming into winter. I'm just thinking lots of jeans, lots of just really basic colours. So it's very simple. And I think that's just been, a uh, an extension of having kids having limited time
1: <laughs> having poo all over you having poo having to pick up the poo neutral tones you know pooey compatible colors exactly <laughs> <laughs> blending with the earth
0: and I guess it's I think it's just an extension of my personality as well I'm very much uh, I like I'm a very calm and relaxed type of laid back person. So mm-hmm. I feel like my, my clothing and my fashion reflects that a lot. And I want my outfit choices to make me feel a certain way. So if I'm, you know, especially if I'm in a hyped um, over-exaggerated state where I feel like too high energy, I might feel stressed or anxious. I'll wear something that'll make me just calm down a little bit, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? wow, like a grounding
1: and, outfit. Yeah,
0: or just like earthy tones or neutral tones, um, green, olive greens or browns or whites. Um, and some nights when we get, you know, we might be going out, Misha and I might be going out for date night and I feel a little bit more adventurous, then I might put on something, you know, a bolder colour or yeah. put on a red lip or something. Um, so it really just depends on the occasion and for the, the styling question really depends on where I'm going and what I'm doing. So if I've got a big red carpet event or um, – you know, a, a function that we're attending on behalf of Maya or a client or that's, you know, there's going to be a media ball and some people there, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> then um, I'm lucky enough to get help from Maya to help style me for that event, uh, which includes shoes, outfits and jewellery and then a handbag. And I'll give that back at the end of the, the event, mm-hmm. to be honest, I really enjoy that, one, because I'm loaning an outfit and I'm giving it back so my wardrobe does not get clustered and I'm not collecting these outfits that I will never wear over and over again. And two, it's saving on the environment because we're not, you know, as I said, we're not clustering with so much crap. Yeah. But anything else, I've just got a, a go-to list of items in my wardrobe that I'll just pull out and then three years later I'll pull it out again. Yeah, and three <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard because I get a lot of people on Instagram saying, can you let me know where you got that from? I'm like, oh, that weird boat boutique in the middle of Byron six years ago, I'm yeah. not sure if it's still there.
1: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think people would love that answer from you.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's good. But, um, yeah, very lucky with with the team at Maya because they help me out a lot. And what are your favourite Maya brands? You know what? Just keeping with my style, Seed, as simple as it is and yeah. as classic as they're, they're, a lot of their pieces are, I find myself just wearing a lot of seed items, yeah same. Little, like <laughs> cute little um summer dresses or you know baggy shorts with a, a, t- a singlet tucked in they've got cute little uh blouses now, and they do like lots of good wintry items as well so seed I wore assassin by dress today they've they've been doing some really great stuff, um, Mossman, um there's lots of them in there, and we're we're changing a lot, so there's a lot of change happening in the moment on the floor so. Yeah, just whatever feels comfortable, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's the biggest thing.
1: What would be looking back your favourite looks that you felt like a million bucks in, in? Um, and then also the biggest mishaps you've oh, had in yeah, the wardrobe. Oh, good one. <laughs> you know, oh, the biggest mishaps
0: probably be uh, whenever that stage was where we all used to wear the low rise jeans.
1: Oh my god, with the g string coming out the top. <laughs>
0: And not yes. not saying that if you still wear it, that's great. And everyone each to their own. I just could not pull it off. And I look back and I think, why were my pants so low? <laughs> yes.
1: You know what I mean? Oh, I totally remember that. And doing it on purpose. Like who, they're not, they're, they're too high. Like who, I need lower ones. Yeah.
0: Whoever invented high rise jeans. Genius. I want to pat you on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And my favorite fashion moment of all time. Um, even though it's not a red carpet event or um, something that was for Maya specifically, it um, it was my wedding day <gasps> and my wedding dress. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. For sure. Like, And even though I look back and think, oh, probably like my style has changed now. So yeah, I yeah, would I wear that now? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wear that dress again if it was my wedding day. But it was at the time it was exactly what I wanted and like the memories that we created in that dress – I wore the same dress from the ceremony from the ceremony all the way through to reception, all the way through to bedtime that night. And you know what? I dropped my dress at the dry cleaners the week after, and I still haven't picked it <gasps> up. <laughs> <laughs> I you know there's a there's a, there's something in my in the pit of my belly that feels so bad. <laughs> You got the memories you needed to out of it.
1: What else is it going to do? I can't
0: believe it. One thing led to another. Then we went overseas and then we went on a trip. And then two months went by, six months went by, a year went by. It's been <laughs> ten years. <laughs> what it, wait, we've been married for seven years now. Do they now. even
1: keep them? I went up to them last week. Oh, and you asked. Is it still there? They don't know me. They,
0: <gasps> they, they can't remember my phone number. <laughs> No. Yeah. Oh my god. So the the photos I'll be keeping forever. Yes. Good. It, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's really terrible of me. But the good news is, uh, the dress was semi ruined anyway because of all the dancing we did. So yeah, I don't great. think
1: I don't think I would have been saved. <laughs> Sign of a good wedding, right? Mine was all torn at the bottom. Yeah. Like, oh well. <laughs> <It'll> <laughs> Whatever. I had a good dance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what about red carpet looks? Do you have one or two or three that stand out to you as I felt awesome. Um, there's been
0: some really amazing race day looks that oh, I feel yes. like Derby Day has has always been that classic black and white. Um, I remember wearing a beautiful pantsuit suit to um, a couple of days. Um, Tony Manichevsky was oh, definitely like him. anything from him was always phenomenal. I've worn Mossman heaps to race days. I, I love Mossman. Yeah, um, just like I love I love when an outfit is really easy to wear but just makes you feel good instantly there's something about an outfit when you put it on and you just automatically it it ramps up your confidence levels the constant fixing and maneuvering of an outfit really annoys me yes and when you have to like edit it all the time to feel good in it exactly yeah. yeah so when you just put something on and it feels good straight away you know it's you know it's a good one um, so, yeah, there's been a, a really beautiful selection of race day outfits and, and milliners that I've been able to work with that have yeah. created
1: some phenomenal pieces. I think that's such an important part of fashion is I'm not, you know, super into understanding what's seasonal and what's just come out and what's the latest range and I just have shapes that I know that I really like and mm. and, and – things that I know that I don't like I can Mm. wear them but I feel I touch them and try and fix them and (laughs) I I so appreciate that fashion can really change your confidence it can Mm. make you feel totally different one way or the other exactly and this is the big thing you know working with Maya over
0: the years you know some people might look at fashion and think oh it's very ego-driven it's you know very superficial and you know it's just this you know superficial world but for me it, it like it like we were saying it's a true extension of our personality and yeah. it has a real potential to change the way we feel enhance the way we feel and get more from our day which i think is really powerful yeah totally
1: mm. and you know being having such an incredible career and being, you know, right at the pinnacle of everything at Myer Ambassador and for businesses and on TV, I, I one of the things that I loved hearing about the first time that we chatted was that you still do have those moments where you don't feel as confident oh, for whatever yeah, reason. You might have sure. a pimple or you've got your period or you're just not in an outfit that makes you feel good or, you know, starting something from scratch, like mm. you would never done a food product mm. before, Kissed Earth. Yeah. How do you deal with those moments of self-doubt now I actually welcome them yeah like I
0: love it because I go bring it on like I'm not saying bring on you know (laughs) that disgusting (laughs) feeling every day yeah but if it comes I'm not fighting and I'm not trying to like oh my god what's wrong with me get it away I'm like this is a, a message This is something that's telling my body something that I should be listening to. So I try my best to embrace it. And just like the ocean, just let like waves wash through me and try not to force it out or force it in, let it happen, let it run its course, listen to what my brain and my body and how it's reacting and listen to the message that it's giving me. And then when it goes hell yeah appreciate the it's good times. On. like just go back to uh, like remembering and reminding ourselves how lucky we are to be healthy happy strong and you know with a good mindset because that is um such a privilege for us you know mm. isn't that the name of your book uh happy healthy strong yeah <laughs> did i say
1: that yeah oh yeah <laughs> plug there <laughs> I was like, I do if I've heard that before. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, it's
0: true, isn't it? Like we we are so privileged to, to be in these healthy and, um, you know, and happy bodies. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't fight the bad and I think being vulnerable as we're seeing in this 21st century, it's a big thing at the moment. It's like everyone's talking about it. I really try and revel in those vulnerable moments, particularly when I'm on stage and I'm just shit nervous and I'm sweating up a
1: storm. (laughs) I love (laughs) that you still get that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or I've got butterflies
0: when I'm about to go to air live or to do something, an interview, and I'm just thinking, oh, my God. But then I remind myself, this is a chance for me to grow. Like what an opportunity for me to develop on my skills and my my self-development. Like how amazing is it? Like we're not always thrust into these environments. So make the most, feel uncomfortable, put the feeling of self-doubt and worry and fear aside and just let those emotions wash over you and understand it will not last forever.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Such good advice. So third last question, uh, which might have changed since last time, I'm not sure, is your play TA. So in the white noise or in the time where you're not being businesswoman rage, mum rage, fitness rage, you know, all the different hats that we wear, what makes you just filled with joy, distracts you from the time or (laughs) goals or learning or whatever? Is it still dancing? Like, what do you do for joy?
0: Funnily enough, the things I do for joy are the things in my career and my other stuff. Like, I feel like I've, I feel like I am living what I love to do anyway. Yeah. Fitness, kids, business like (laughs) all those things career building things um building products for other women to make them healthier happier and stronger (laughs) 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 but it's just it's that that's what gets me out of bed that's what makes me feel good um If you're talking about downtime, it's things like, you know, jumping in an infrared sauna, diving in the ocean, um, going down to the beach with the kids and just watching them build sandcastles, Um, cooking with the kids in the kitchen, making a (laughs) smoothie. We just happened to press record at the same time and like... That lights me up big yeah. time and I'm so grateful that I was able to find my passions and turn
1: that into my work. Yeah, oh, it's so it's so exciting when you can do that and work the kids into it as well and get them excited about exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Second last question, the three new interesting things about you that don't mm. normally come up in conversation. Do you um, remember the last three? I can't. Can you? Barefoot water skiing. Oh, hilarious. Uh, the cyst. Oh, on my A brain, wreck, good one. Yeah, cyst yeah. on the brain and uh, learning Russian.
0: Okay, so the first one is learning Russian still. <laughs> oh,
1: how's your... Я <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, Paruski. по-русски. Я How's it going? Хорошо.
0: Как дела? Как
1: дела? Меня зовут Rachel. Yep, доброе something-something. Добрый день. Yeah, добрый Den. Good day. And Dobro Добрый Don't know that one. That's welcome. Oh, great! Yeah, that's Uh, all I know. Oh, yeah. I've learnt one more word since I since I saw you last, which (laughs) is welcome. Fabulous! Yeah, Gary V came on, and I needed to say welcome. So i was like, I'll just learn one more word. Good one. (laughs) That's good. That's still one. So
0: um, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. But um, no, no, Dom's learning now, right? Dom's learning. Violet's Violet is fluent. (gasps) Um, I have downloaded a Russian podcast.
1: (laughs) Amazing.
0: Russian 101 plug for you guys out there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you should get a commission. Uh, they're
0: great. Anna and Eric talk me through everything. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, I can understand pretty much everything, but I cannot speak it. It's a confidence thing. Yeah. And it's understanding where to put the words in the sentence yeah. and understanding the endings because there's five different endings depending on if you're talking in masculine, feminine, past
1: and present. It's so confusing. <laughs> it's
0: hard. But yeah. that's that's still is my new things that I'm working on. Um, I have become a, a qualified yoga teacher. Oh my gosh, that's right. Was that earlier this year? No, in uh, last year? That was December last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. Oh. So I, um, even though I can't do a headstand yet. That's I'm, fine. Yeah, I can do a backbend. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: and I can do shavasana. Well, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> I excel at shavasana. <laughs> I am the queen of self-care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so zen right now. <laughs>
0: oh and then the last one is um oh the last one in my head was dom um is turning dom's turning three but we kind of passed that so i don't have another one. Oh well
1: my other one for you can be <laughs> yeah for next time we record yeah. what are your biggest goals now Ooh. And then next time we can check in and see oh, if you got this. <laughs>
0: for us, honestly, it's it's. Um, I do want to move to Queensland.
1: Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I wasn't back to tell the wall. Yeah, I
0: want to move up to Queensland um, with the kids with Misha, Not to Townsville, We'll probably go, um, you know, midway, Byron yeah. or Gold Coast or somewhere, and uh, just have more land. I want to. I want the kids to be able to grow with um, grass under their feet yeah. a little bit more and just have more of a connection to nature um, and the ocean as well. And so moving to Queensland and to be honest, it's just expanding on the product offering for yeah. Kissed Earth and really just thinking about um, what other products that we can create. And to be honest, like Misha and I are sitting there on our date night. chatting <laughs> 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 business plans. Supposed to be like talking about other stuff going and wouldn't it be amazing if we could do, you know, collagen infusions inside, blah, 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 or, you know, we could, we could um, help people while they're sleeping do something. So we're always thinking of you know, weird and wacky ideas. So, oh.
1: <laughs> so I'm sure it's a fee to switch off. It is. And very last question. What is your new favorite motivational quote? Mm. Do you remember last times?
0: Can you, t- oh, I, I said something about the sun.
1: Yeah, it was the Hafiz.
0: The sun never says to the earth... Um, you owe me. You owe me. Yeah. yeah.
1: It just naturally... Oh, isn't that beautiful? It was beautiful. I wrote it down. It's even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that, that it lights the whole sky.
0: Isn't that beautiful? So beautiful. Oh, my God.
1: I know.
0: I um, Because we're talking more about like health and body... I picked a quote or a, a referenced. Um, I think I just made. I put two quotes together. <laughs> just <made> DIY, <laughs> copy and paste um, <laughs> of something that we. I think we both learnt um, through health coaching and IIN. Uh, you did yours. Didn't no, you? no. Oh, I thought you've done your no. health
1: coaching. I career. also thought you'd also already done your yoga teaching course. Oh,
0: hilarious! Yeah. No. Anyway, we're no. good friends. I'm just
1: pretending, <laughs> like I'm a health coach.
0: I'm just manifesting
1: that so knowledge. Yeah, I'm just like by osmosis. Honestly, the
0: amount of learning that you guys do with these podcasts,
1: like, <laughs> that's kind of just, a course, right?
0: In terms of like all the guests that you've had on, mm. just phenomenal being able to talk to everyone in depth on oh, well, what you started it is. us off.
1: Oh, You no, made it I, legit from the start. You can only work up from me. <laughs> oh, stop it. Once I said I had had Rachel Finch, everyone was like, oh, okay, I'll come on it. <laughs> It's like thank you, Rach. Oh, I love right. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're
0: terrible. Um, mm. Yes. Yeah, so the quote I think is um, one person's food is another person's poison. Bio individ- uh, Bio individ- indivi-
1: Bio. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we edit this? Yep, for sure. But I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I can edit it. I'm not going leave to leave out the bio individuality part. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Okay,
0: one person, it's basically one person's food is another person's poison. Listen to your own body. Yes, so true. Don't make decisions on your body based upon what somebody else recommends or suggests or says. Absolutely. Because something that works for them most certainly not going to work for you and not just in a food perspective, in everything in life perspective, sleep, social, Career, mm. joy, spirituality—it is so unique and different for everyone. And the most important thing is to, tu- in my world, is to tune into your own body, your own intuition, nurture yourself, and fall so in love with yourself that you understand yourself from the inside out. Oh my gosh,
1: what a perfect way to end! Oh, so. Thank you so much, Range, for <laughs> You're coming. You're the back. best angel. <laughs> Thanks for having <laughs> us. <Yeah. laughs> I absolutely love how often I talk to Rach about poo. She is just such a down-to-earth legend that makes me smile every single time. I hope you guys enjoyed the chat too, and please do send Rach some love if you enjoyed listening along. As many of us are now confined to the online world, I'm going to spend a little extra time popping yay into people's day where I can. Shopping online with small businesses who are struggling, writing little love letters or vocalizing appreciation for the people I admire. There are so many small ways we can support each other and keep morale high. If there's any other way you'd like support from the neighborhood, please let me know on DMs or emails or even in the Facebook group that sees the yay neighborhood. I would love to explore whatever would help you get through, whether it's a particular guest, some Q&As, some online live workouts, whatever will help you get through. I hope you are all looking after yourself.